0: So the next person on the list is tibble tibble is the cousin of Juliet, and he's known to be headstrong argumentative and at the same time a loyal person and he genuinely likes the feud between the capulets and the montagues because you know he, due to his behaviors obviously the reason i put him on the list is because he participated in the beginning fight you know, which kind of showed how much he loved fighting in general. The reason I was saying participated, you know, is because he genuinely loved fighting. It, it kind of shows, you know, he would do anything for fighting. You know, it didn't really matter to him about anything else. And he was also angry at Romeo for crashing the party. So much, and also, so, much so he started, like, wanting to duel him and all that. And he killed Mercutio, for God's sakes. Like, that was unnecessary. And the first evidence which was in act one scene one it says or what art thou drawn among these heartless hens turn thee benvolio look upon thee thy death i do but keep that the peace put the sword thy sword put up thy sword or manage it to part these men me what drawn and talk of peace i hate the word as i hate hell As Montagues and the have at the Coward. And pretty much, um, this kind of shows that he really is into fighting. It's not like, even though you can't really say much that it kind of killed him dumb, but you kind of say that, you know, you can tend to see that, you know, he had a history of, like, having, liking fights and getting into fights. So you can say that they kind of, they kind of had, like, some part to it the second one in act one scene five it says this by his words should be a montague fetch me my rapier boy what dares the slave come in hither c- covered with the antic face to fear to fleer and scorn at this solemnity now by the stock and honor of my kin to strike him dead i hold it not to sin uncle this is a montague our foe are an, a villain that hithers and comes in spite to scorn it, at our solemnity this night. So pretty much all this was talking about in Act 1, Scene 5. It was how he was angered when, you know, when Tybalt saw, like, Romeo crashing into the party. So this is, like, his reaction, you know? He was obviously angry. And the last evidence, which is um, Act 3, Scene 1, it says romeo attempts to beat down the rip here and tybalt stabs mercutio pretty much all this says to it is that you know he killed mercutio and honestly this it has like honestly at this point you could like argue that like what he did was unnecessary like literally killing somebody was unnecessary you know and had he not like caused the fight in a way like romeo would have never got banished because you know he would act obviously act over like emotion and probably wouldn't even think it clearly but the point being he killed Tybalt because Tybalt killed Mercutio so in a way you can say that you know Tybalt should have never killed Mercutio in the first place you know they probably would have dulled and like one of them lost and moved on you know what I mean like that sort of thing but boy that was not the case here Hello, welcome to episode 2. Now we can continue starting with Benvolio. So the next person on the list is Tibble. Tibble is the cousin of Julia, and he's known to be headstrong, argumentative, and at the same time a loyal person. And he genuinely likes the feud between the Capulets and the Montagues, because, you know, due to his behaviors, obviously. The reason I put him on the list is because he participated in the beginning fight, you know, which kind of showed how much he loved fighting in general. The reason I was saying participated, you know, is because he genuinely loved fighting. It kind of shows, you know, he would do anything for fighting, you know, it didn't really matter to him about anything else. And he was also angry at Romeo for crashing the party so much, and all so much so he started like wanting to duel him and all that. And he killed Mercutio for God's sakes, like that was unnecessary. And the first evidence, which was in Act One, Scene One, it says, Or what art thou drawn among these heartless hens? Turn thee, Benvolio, look upon thee, thy death, I do, but keep that the peace, put the sword, thy sword. Put up thy sword. Or manage it to part these men. Me. What drawn and talk of peace. I hate the word. As I hate hell. As Montagues and thee. Have at thee coward. And pretty much. um, This kind of shows that he really is into fighting. It's not like even though you can't really say much that it kind of killed him dumb, but you kind of say that, you know, you can tend to see that, you know, he had a history of, like, having liking fights and getting into fights. So, you can say that they kind of they kind of had, like, some part to it. The second one, in Act 1, Scene 5, it says, This, by his words, should be a Montague. Fetch me my rapier, boy. What dares the slave come in hither covered with the antic face to fear to fleer and scorn at this solemnity now by the stock and honor of my kin to strike him dead i hold it not to sin uncle this is a montague our foe or an a villain that hithers and comes in spite to scorn it at our solemnity this night so pretty much all this was talking about in act one scene five It was how he was angered when, you know, when Tybalt saw, like, Romeo crashing into the party. So, this is, like, his reaction, you know? He was obviously angry. And the last evidence, which is, um, Act 3, Scene 1, it says, Romeo attempts to beat down the rapier, and Tybalt stabs Mercutio. Pretty much all this says to it is that, you know, he killed Mercutio. And honestly, this it has, like, honestly, at this point, you could, like, argue that like, what he did was unnecessary, like, literally killing somebody was unnecessary, you know, and had he not, like, caused the fight, in a way, like, Romeo would have never got banished, because, you know, he would act, obviously act over, like, emotion, and probably wouldn't even think clearly, but the point being, he killed Tybalt, because Tybalt killed Mercutio, so, in a way, you can say that, you know, table should have never killed mercutio in the first place you know they probably would have dulled and like one of them lost and moved on you know what i mean like that sort of thing but boy that was not the case here the next person in the list is lady capulet lady capulet is the wife of lord capulet and she's the mother of juliet she was the one who insisted on juliet getting married in the first place and she's known to be a timid and selfish person and she's she's all and obviously in my persona and my belief honestly that she seems to be like afraid of lord capulet and i can like kind of see why she might be afraid of him because you know he was like literally an angry person who can sometimes turn into a monster like literally and she genuinely doesn't seem to like Juliet. i don't know like really how others might interpret this but in my own like like my belief like when i like kind of read through it i kind of had like like the seeing that the insight of like her not genuinely not liking Juliet. so the reason why i said that because she insisted on the marriage you know despite the fact that she was Having a distant relationship with Ju- uh, with Juliet, and she had it like, and like, I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that she was afraid of like Laura Capulet if she were to like support Juliet in any of her decisions. So um, I'm not saying that might have been an ex- as an excuse, but like the point being, you know, I kind of had that sort of like insight of that sort of reasoning behind it. So the first evidence I have, which is Act One, Scene Three, it says. What say you? Can can you love the gentleman? This night you, sh- you shall behold him at our feast. Read over the volume of young Paris's face, and find the delight writ there in the beauty's pen. Examine every married linnet, liniment, and see how one another lends content, and what obscures in this fair volume lies. Find written in the margin of his eyes This precious book of love, this unbound lover To beautify him only lacks a cover The fish lives in the sea and tis much pride For fair without the fair within to hide That book with in many eyes doth share the glory that gold clasped locked in the golden story so shall you share all that he he don't possesses by by having him making yourself no no less so pretty much what he, he um she, the saying is that L- lady capulet is wanting you know juliet to get to know paris because you know paris w- actually wanted to like marry juliet and obviously to be rather frank she like seems really creepy like literally just the way it sounded sounded creepy because you know if you were to actually you know say it i guess partly a lot of it had to do with like this happening like this being written in the past because you know if i were like if someone were to ever ask me about that way you know like if my mom were ever to ask me that way you know she probably wouldn't even say like look into those eyes or something you know like probably just get to know them like exactly like any genuine person who like ask someone you know and it sounds like a little weird in a way at the same time because you know they have a distant relationship so like how would they know and i know that because the next evidence will like might might have like let you understand it so in act one and scene three it says nurse where's my daughter call call her forth to me and then in act and it goes in tandem with act three scene five which it says here comes your father tell tell him so yourself and see how he he will take it at your hands so in this one evidence i'm like pretty much what it's saying in act one scene three um when he's she's calling the nurse it it shows like they have a distant relationship and like it seems as though like she kind of abandoned juliet i guess that's like kind of what i like felt you know as though like she literally just banned like like abandoned Juliet and left her with a nurse, you know? So in a way they kind of had like a distant relationship. And just for you just to like say you should get married, that just seems like out of the blue in a way. And then act three scene five, you can see like, you know here comes your father, and, you know, see what you have to say yourself, and, like, I'm, like, literally, why can't you just say it yourself, that, oh, she just doesn't want to get married, like, literally, instead, you know, that kind of shows how much, um, scared she is, and I think, you know, in a way, she's kind of, a victim of abuse I guess because you know technically Laura Capulet was a, a really abusive person not gonna lie about it you know and I think a lot of times you know I hear a lot of stories in general that you know people who are victims like who for a long time you know because obviously she might I obviously like kind of had like the feeling that you know she might have been old by the time you know pretty old like around her like four, near 40s 50s somewhat when she was telling Juliet all this and you know Like obviously having a distant relationship you tend to like try to rule over another person just for the sake you know trying to act like trying to show the pain that you're having you know i've seen this happen all the time like some people would say oh like sometimes my mom like shut um like hits me and all the time and even though like she doesn't really hit the person like you can tend to feel the, the distant feeling of it you know and it seems more like she's acting the same way somewhat like her like she's trying to like like, show out all her feelings just to Juliet, you know? Like, she literally, like, it seems as though she doesn't really like them, her at the same time, you know? But I think it's more like she was a victim in the case, you know? And you can't just blame the victim over it, you know what I mean? Like, you can't just blame her. And this part, you know, she se- in this one, when they said, Here comes your father, it seems like more like she's scared. So, obviously, you can't blame her. Like, seeming like, if you assume that, you know, she probably, like lived so long. She might have been totally scared of him. So, yeah. So, the next person after that is Mercutio. Mercutio is a relative of Prince Escalus, and he was a really close friend of Romeo's. He's known to being, like, a funny person, you know, and loyal and yet despite of it like most time when we kind of see him we see him like funny and all but like yet we like when i have to read over the character again i kind of see like he has like a dark um like somewhat um uh, motive behind everything like he really likes to stir up trouble for like both the montagues and the capulets and he likes the feud in general the reason i put him on the list is because he convinces romeo to crash the party in the first place you know because, you know, even when Benvolio kind of, like, said, you should do it, you know, he wasn't really convinced as much until, like, Arcushio came in and said all this. And then he provokes a fight, you know, against Tybalt, and he curses, you know, the, the Capulets and the Montagues. This is, like, something I haven't even thought about yet, and when I actually went through it, I kind of felt some sort of weird thing, you know. Like, ever since i felt, like, ever since he said something, it kind of starts trouble. You know, literally, it starts trouble. Like, because before everything, you know, I won't even say that any of it was trouble at all. Like, literally, most of it was normal, like, seeming like. Until he kind of says it, you know, you start to feel as though whatever he said kind of caused this trouble. And I guess, in a way, it kind of, like, caused the bad luck charm to go ahead and um, pursue everything, you know? So, I know this because the first evidence, Act 1, Scene 4, it says, Nay, gen- gentle Romeo, we must have have you dance. You're a lover. Borrow Cupid's wings and soar them above the common bound. So, pretty much what it's saying is that he, he wants him to, like, go to the-, to the feast, you know? And the second evidence is Act 3, Scene 1. It says, and but one word of us, couple it and makes it one blow hard Ugh. make it a word and a blow pretty much this is where he actually like provokes tibble into fighting you know because you know obviously romeo at the time didn't want want to start a fight but it was more like like how you say it like tibble like literally was like into the fight Mercutio was the one who started the fight and romeo was the one who ended the fight so and like tibble was in the middle of all this entire fighting so pretty much that was what it was In the act um three scene one like just before you know he died you know like this is where most tragedy happened you know like literally tragedy mostly struck after this after he says this like these very words i am hurt oh plague oh both houses i am sped is is he gone Hath nothing so, in a way, this is kind of, like, showing, like, the the future of what's going to happen. Like, in a way, the plague can kind of be, like, death in a way. Because, you know, it, like, plague, you know, when I thought of plague, you, I think of the Black plague, you know? It might have not been, like, the first thing you might think of when you say think of plague. And, like, the Black death killed people, you know? So, you, in a way, you can kind of say that, you know, it killed people, you know, in a way, in the process, you know, when he said all this, you know? God knows, like, you know, only Shakespeare can kind of say if that was true or not. Like, I don't know if there was any truth to that, but, like, that is a possible motive or possible, like, belief system into this. So the next person on the list is adult interferences. Pretty much what that is is that adults are just pretty much getting in the way of of the relationship entirely that includes people who are supporting or against their entire relationship and that um creates extra drama which is unnecessary including the beginning drama like topping like all this together that's like extreme drama that's unnecessary you know and the the reason i want to put it out there is that like juliet's parents forced juliet to get married to paris and like the prince banishing like romeo and not to mention the old family feud that kind of like went into a long back and and then the nurse comments which was really detrimental towards juliet i have to say for, for the least So the first evidence is in the prologue. So in the prologue, it's pretty much talking about the old family feud that happened way before the actual play began. It's pretty much the introduction and what really like would start out in the near future of the story. So it says, quote, two ho- households, both alike in dignity in fair Verona, where we lay our scene from ancient grudge breaks to new mutiny where civil blood makes civil hands unclean. From forth the fatal loins of these two foes, a pair of star-crossed lovers take their lives, who misadventured piteous overthrow doth with their deaths bury their their parents' strife. The fearful passage of their death marked love, and the continuance of their parents' rage in which but their children's and not to remove is now or two hours traffic or our stage the which if if your patient ear attend what here shall miss our toil shall strive to mend so pretty much it's just all the um the old like like past and where like the Ma- montagues and the capulets were beefing over each other so the second evidence is in act one scene three that is where Lady Capulet was like, you have to like get to know Paris, you know, because you know, he like had he, she not intervened in that, you know, like, even though she it was before she actually met him, like it kind of like she kind of like put more pressure into that kid, you know, getting into the way of the future relationship, you know, so that's why I kind of considered it. So and it says, What says you? Can you love the gentleman? The night you shall behold him at our feast read over the volume of your young paris's face and find delight ri- written with the beauty's pen examine every married liniment and see how one lends another content and obscured in favor volume lies with- written in the margin of his eyes this precious book of love this unbounded lover to beautify him only lacks to cover a cover the sea of- uh, the fish lives in the sea and it's tis much pride for fair without the fair within to hide that book and the many eyes doth to share glory that gold clasp locked in the golden story you shall share all that he doth possess by him making yourself no less pretty much is all about you know her getting into the being part of that sort of relationship the next one is the banishment of romeo so it says in act three scene two and for that offense immediately we do exile and hence i have an interest in your heart's proceedings my blood is your rude brawls doth lies a bleeding but i immerse you with so strong a fine that you that you shall repent all my the loss of mine i'll be death death to penting, plen- to pleading and and excuses no tears nor prayers shall purchase out abuses therefore use none let romeo hence in haste else if he's found that la found la- that last hour and is his last bear hints that the body this body is attend our, our will mercy but murderers pardoning those that kill so, pretty much, it's the banishment of Romeo. The next one. Honestly, this kind of, like, triggers me a lot. Because, you know, this is about Lord Cappy leg getting into the relationship by, like, I guess, verbally abusing her. Like, she, like, she, I, I wish, you know, like, she was away from that place. Like, literally, like, that guy's verbally abusive, you know? And I couldn't even imagine that was his real character, you know? Because initially, he was more, like, a nice guy. But then, when I got to know him, like not so much so it says quote in act three scene five how 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 chopped logic what is this proud and i thank you and i and thank you not and yet not proud mistress minion you thank you not thanks thanking nor proud me nor proud but federal my my fine joints against thursday to to go with paris and to saint peter's church or i'll drag thee on the hurdle thither out you green sick knees carry on out you baggage you tall face hang thee, young baggage this obedient wretched wretch i i i tell thee what get thee to the church o thursday or never after look me in in the spaces in the face speak not reply not do not answer me my finger itch with wife we um scarce we thought us blessed that god had lent us but only one child but now i see this one is much is much is too much and now we have to cur and we now and that we have a curse in having her out of her holding god's bread it makes me mad day night hour tide time work alone in the company still my my care hath been to to have her matched and having now prouded a gentleman of a noble parentage a fair diminished youthful noble noble line stuffed as they say and honourable parts proportioned as any thought would wish a man and then to have that wretched pulling fool a whining mammoth in her fortune tenders to answer i will not wed i cannot love i am too i'm too young i'll pray pardon me but i'm but and you will not wed and i will not pardon you grace where grace where where you shall not be in the house with me looked think of i do not use this jest thursday near the hand lay the hand of my heart i advise you and you and you be mine i will give you to my friend so pretty much just hit like lord Capulet being abu- verbally abusive and i feel so sorry for julia like literally i feel sorry for her anyway next evidence is faith is here Romeo is, like, pretty much talking about the, um, banishment of Romeo and how, like, the nurse is like, you know what? Why don't you just marry Paris at this point, you know? And literally, um, honestly, it makes her feel bad because, you know, the nurse was someone she trusted and this to happen is really upsetting. Anyway. Act 3, Scene 5. Faith is here, Romeo is banished, and all the world is nothing. That is, he dare near come to back to challenge you, or if he do, it would need to be stealth. And since in the case so stands as now it doth, I think it's better best you marry with that county oh he's a lovely gentleman. Romeo's a dish clot to him and eagles, madam had not so green eyes quick so quick, so fair an eye as Paris had but shrew my very heart. Pretty much it's like the entire thing as i said before and i feel it's really detrimental towards juliet you know and but it's not over yet there's like a lot more to get through with this so the next person on the list is friar john friar john genuinely cares about romeo he's their apprentice and of friar lawrence and he's really supportive of the secret relationship between romeo and juliet he wishes to end the feud between the capulets and the montagues the reason i put him on the list is because he wasn't able to send the message to romeo due to infection because in act 5 scene 3 he said i cannot send it here and it again returning the letter nor get the messenger to bring it so fearful are they of infection. Pretty much, what they said here is that the only reason he wasn't able to because the people in Montville was af- afraid that like the fire might send like, um, like infection towards the, the uh, like other people, and they didn't want that, you know. So that's why he kept them out, you know. Even though in the movie, actually, I watched the 2013 movie as a form of entertainment. Um, pretty much in the movie, it kind of showed that he was helping somebody else, you know? It was a totally different story, but, you know, obviously you should believe the books because the movie makes up several parts to it. So, pretty much it's more like the people in Montwood did not want, like, like, the, like, sick infection, so that's why they kept him out. Like, honestly, you should have been self- being, like, if you really were that much trusted, you probably should have, like, snuck in there. You shouldn't be, like, a friar, but probably, you know, probably, like, went when no one's looking at you, and you probably just came in. That's pretty much the best thing you can do at this point.